0: Hey, guys, this episode is brought to you by T Public. You guys know T Public. I've been with T Public forever, since the Schmodown days, since the big thing launched. If you have a Sith Council shirt, if you have any of our shirts, you got them from T Public. From over the years, we've been working with T Public. When I went out on my own, they were one of the first calls that I made. So not only can you get all of the branded merch from this show, t shirts, stickers, phone cases, mugs, all that, when you are on the site, do a search. You're going to discover something that you like, especially in this space, man. An artist uploads new work to the Public marketplace every five seconds. Because of the thousands of global artists that populate the marketplace, you're going to find designs you won't find at a big box store, especially if your interests are super niche. Doesn't matter what you're into, you can find it on Public. You want a graphic tee of a cat riding a unicorn? Check. A t-shirt with your favorite movie quote? Got it. You want merch for the big thing hey that's what you want obviously i've been using t public forever if you guys know me from back in the day i've been talking about them that long so it was obvious that i was going to be using them again and i'm so glad that i did so many of you guys when i see you at some of the events you're wearing the big thing shirts and it all comes from t public and browse around on my link it's going to be in the icard right there it's going to be in the description right there browse around you will find stuff that you like so I'm happy that they're on the show. They're sponsoring the show now. T public, everybody. Check them out. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the big thing. Sith Council man. Nothing to see here. I guess nothing really happened on uh this week. That's BS to a capital B. Ahsoka, episode five. It was eventful to say the least. I have a lot of questions. I love the episode, but I have a lot of questions. And um, this week I know everybody's waiting to see if Mike is going to hate this episode. We're going to have to wait until next week because um, he's not here. And neither Steph. Steph will be back when the strike's over. That's that's the question I can answer. However, the good news is that, oh, I love saying this, the guy who whooped on Mike Kalinowski's ass in the Schmodown a couple different times. Um, the last movie trivia Schmodown inner geekdom champion of the world, Kevin Smets, you know him from john roca's the jedi way and uh scoundrels inc well he's coming in here to talk to me because i had him on the show first before anybody else did oh i didn't say that Roca. um steam coming out of his ears i love you but we're going to talk about everything inside of the ahsoka episode five episode uh that makes sense it is spoiler heavy there's a lot of things going on in this one. I did a reaction to it. I did an immediate reaction to it. Shout out to the great Nerd Chronic for editing that um, the reaction watch along that I did. Uh, and if you're brand new to the channel, man, we just hit 92,000 subscribers. And that's because you guys, when you come in here, you see us with the short form content, long form, uh, shorter videos in general, podcasts, all of it. Subscribe to the channel. Help us out. Show a little class. Just announce All right, without any further ado, let's get to it. It is the Sith Council, big thing, me, Kevin Smets. Let's do it. I can feel your anger. It gives you focus, makes you stronger. All right, Sith Council, everybody, as I said, and joining me on the show, the one and only Mr. Kevin Smets. Very nice. Look at that. What is that? Is that is that Revan? Oh, you're, you're muted. See, I love digital so much. I love it. It's, the best. it's just the best. I'm not muted at all. No, you're not anymore. It wasn't your fault. That was my fault. Um, What's up? How are you? What's going on?
1: Well, you can't have a Sith Council without, you know, the greatest Sith of all time. Also, that redeemed the light, and that would be
0: Mr. Darth Revan.
1: Yeah, that's a Revan mask. How you so doing, Christian? Good to I'm see you. T-
0: I'm doing good. That does that does bring sadness to my heart, though, because I, I told you, I said it on a, a short and I, I think I said to you, I don't think we're ever going to see A Night Sail Republic um, ever, which is a bummer to me, but that's a that's a t- a topic for another day, I guess. You sure are well.
1: going to see it because it's on com. You can see all the movies. I just did okay. a new release of all the movies combined. You could watch all of my Revan kotor movies right there on smash diddy studios well that's There's very
0: true that's very true but when it comes <laughs> to actual canon stuff and everything too i don't, I don't know if we're ever going to see it i think it's a travesty however that's what we're talking cool. about tonight talking about this episode man this is a this was uh, well i haven't talked about it i was literally texting you to see if you wanted to come on this show i think like one minute before the episode dropped so yeah. if you noticed when you were texting me you got radio silence once six o'clock hit <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Hey, what I sent you a picture of my uh Kira and I was like, what do you think of this picture?" and you never wrote back. So, I figured uh it was Star Wars time. Uh yeah, it's beautiful by the way. Blown away. Blown yeah. away by the episode for sure. What do you think, yeah. man?
0: I loved it. I really did it. I have questions. I mean, I have a lot of questions, but um there's I I mean, so and I, and this is what th- this was where I go back to a conversation that I had with Mike last week and I always push back against people who say, "Don't speculate." don't speculate just take what they give you just just you know just just watch what just watch the show don't speculate i think it is the most self-righteous um like just arrogant point of view for people to say that because i think that the proper thing to say is speculate responsible if you speculate and it doesn't go your way don't be a douche about it you know don't don't say oh it should have been like this you should have been you can say i was disappointed didn't go that particular way but I was uh, but I was wrong, and I watched the show, and they did that instead. And the perfect example for me, I thought this entire episode, Kev, I thought it was going to be, the whole thing was going to be world between worlds. I thought we were just going to get a whole bunch of different kind of flashbacks throughout the episode, and we didn't get that, and it served the story better. It actually furthered the plot. So,
1: Yeah, it's funny, like with expectations. I remember, I, I'm a big, uh, I've always been a spoiler guy. You know this. I text you whenever you go to movie premieres. I'll be like, hey, man, I yeah. got one question for you. Um, and I remember, I mean, this is back in the days of the force.net. I, I remember when it was rumored that NSYNC was on the set of attack of the clones. I remember seeing leaked footage of Anakin twirling his saber on yeah. a Geonosis uh, thing. So like I go way back, but I remember the last Jedi, they leaked footage, uh, of, of the, uh, Faviers, those horse things yeah. on,
0: um, the Harry on bite. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. And I remember to me, it looked like Onderon. And to me, in my brain, I was like, it's gonna start with a crawl saying that Leia's or sorry, that Luke's been training with Ray. It's gonna pan down on Onderon and we're gonna have this opening adventure, Padawan and you know what I mean? Like you have yeah. these expectations. Yeah. And when it didn't happen, I'm a little different than you. I actually like that movie, but uh you know, it, it, my expectations weren't met. So, again, there were other leaks, too, which I think we're freely able to say here, and I'm sure we'll get into it. But, like, there was touching... They were talking about... That there was footage shot of Ahsoka and Anakin fighting on Mustafar. And that the whole point was on World Between Worlds, he was going to show her that no matter what she did, that his destiny was always the same and her destiny will always be the same. Well, right. it wasn't quite that. It was a little different than that. But, like, for me, like, I... Like you said, like if you're able to have those expectations and if it doesn't hit, you're like, oh well, we didn't get that, but we got all of this. I'm just I'm I'm a happy camper. I was smiling ear to ear the whole time, man.
0: And you're also able to be disappointed if you look at something and you say, Oh, I thought it would have been so much better, you know, if it went there, it didn't. And you can choose to either keep watching it or not, right? And it's like that's but you're allowed to say, Oh, you know, in my head, I would have loved to have seen this. It was disappointed. Who cares if I'm disappointed and you're not? It's like you know, it's what. But like, again, if you're like this show sucks because it should have done this, well, then you're in the wrong. Then you're in the yep. wrong, and that's what a lot of people do. And I think that's why a lot of people will say it. But and the other thing now that is becoming so overused, it worked at times, but now it's just like it, it. It's almost like a thing where people just feel like they're so like tell them Steve, Dave, and it's the thing where they do the nobody hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans, <laughs> and it's like it's it's like yeah, okay, uh, I mean, I get it when it comes to the event you know there's so many people that are so toxic when it comes to yeah. fandom in in everything whether it's dc um star wars marvel all of it it is but it's like it, it but now it's it's just overused and beaten if somebody has a criticism on something and said oh you know it would have been interesting if this happens instead of that nobody hates star wars more than star Wars fans yeah. and it's like just find that's something the, new
1: that's the equivalent of uh when people used to say uh after the prequels you know. Oh, George Lucas raped my childhood. Like right. all the original child, all the original trilogy fans hating on the prequels. And to segue, now it's funny. Like, no one has like I saw a tweet about it where like no one has had Aiden better at the table right now, eaten Better at the table than totally. prequel fans. Like totally. you got the Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan, uh Ahsoka, Clone Wars Anakin. Like, I'm I'm happy for that, and I'm super happy for Hayden. Hate, like, what do you think? I think this nope. is probably the best Anakin acting for hayden out of all of it
0: like a hundred percent that's and i actually said it in my reaction when i was watching but let's let's rewind a little bit because what i want to do sure. is i actually want to go i'm going to show images and kind of go through the episode itself and the reason i brought all that stuff up with the the fact that i thought it was going to be start right away from world between worlds and it doesn't it starts back yeah. on on that planet and it goes through and you it's just like this it's just kind of like a wasteland it's not wasteland but it's just it's just empty and and it's it's such a great shot a few sequence of shots by feloni who directed and wrote the episode but it just starts as like this the red trees you know and then you get the it kind of panning to the ocean where it's this is where the majority of this episode is taking place to find out wherever the hell ahsoka is at this point and it's just so quiet and as we get to this all the shots a shot of where the map was and have this big battle. And there was so much activity happening in this spot. And it's just like, it's almost like the old Westerns where you're just waiting for that dust ball to kind of come by, you know, cause it's like, it's so quiet. And I thought it was a really daunting way to, to, um, to, to open.
1: You know, it reminded me of is, and I know that, I mean, obviously when we get into the Ahsoka, the white stuff, yeah. I, for me, I'm just like, all right, relax everybody. But, uh, the, uh, Filoni uh, loves like Lord of the Rings, and like even did yeah. that sketch of Ahsoka and Gandalf when people are asking during Rise of Skywalker, is is Ahsoka alive? And he just drew this sketch of Gandalf with Ahsoka. But the opening of Two Towers, if you remember, they show these majestic shots of the mountain, and you hear just faint echoes of the "You shall not pass," and everything oh, yeah. that was happening with Gandalf when he fell. And I got oh, goosebumps when I just think about it. I got vibes of that that he was showing what you just said where this was chaos not minutes ago now it's empty and it's just almost like a graveyard of memories and you see the broken map and everything like that and and then you finally like end on you know the ocean or whatever that reminded me of the two towers and i was like oh man, we're going we're going all in with this Scandalf stuff which like i said i think it's funny that everybody's calling her a soak of the white because i don't think that's what she'll be but i think that'll be her internet term but it is kind of funny that you know like people were saying well we'll get it there but yeah i I enjoyed that opening
0: and isn't it funny though that Filoni, by doing that, kind of breaks canon a little bit? Because in the prologue of uh, Rebels, which was supposed to be before this event, um, she's wearing the white when she sees uh, Sabine.
1: Well, maybe we haven't seen that yet. I mean, this is what
0: we did. That. We did. We, did maybe that.
1: we see it. no, but maybe they do it again, where now she's in her white yeah. apparel. No, it was the know? same moment.
0: She's. But doing here's the same thing
1: action. about the, some famous. of the white stuff she didn't like get reborn and then be given like this new robe. Like she probably just went into her wardrobe on the ghost or whatever they had on the ghost or like, Hey, we got this like off white thing. And she's like, Oh, this looks pretty cool. Like, you know what I mean? She, she was like, she was at J.C. JCPenney or Nordstrom. Like, Oh, there's the new thing on the rack. It's I don't think it was like now I'll wear all white, but no, yes, it's, it's, the
0: it's the symbolism behind it to where she's, she's always been, she's never been really teetering on the dark side, but she's been in between the whole time. So it's more like that kind of gray thing. Now she's, Clearly stepped into the light. She's, you know, she's seen the the balance of the force. She's she's chose the actual path, and we'll get we'll get into that. But as we yeah. see, you know, this this land as it's coming through, and then the first bit of action that we finally see to to you know uh, kind of put some life back into this place that's quiet are the X wings kind of flying over, and then Hera gets out, and she's doing like the scan. She doesn't know what to expect. The last she saw was the freaking uh, the, the big ring destroying everybody and so she doesn't know what to expect down in this she doesn't know where her friends are she doesn't know any of that
1: yeah um and Hera just uh is such nailed as a as a character my wife yeah. has been watching it with me she hasn't seen this one we're gonna watch it tonight but uh she immediately was like Dude, these characters are so like likable that we started yeah. laughing like she's like she loves Hera we love uh Hu Yang we love He-ing, Jason right. we like we love like these characters and we were like you know what Ahsoka is kind of like the Ted Lasso of star wars because like even the villains we like i love Balin, right like i would follow yeah. Bailen whatever he wants me to do i'll do it you know aside from slaughtering younglings but like uh we were talking about how it but yeah hera and like just that care like the family vibe you kind of get that vibe from guardians of the galaxy that they were yeah. like misfit so became family and it's like they'll do anything for ezra they'll do anything for each other and the desperation on hera and it's just great and you can see kanan live action i'm wondering your buddies with him is if freddie prince took a Photo, and that is Freddie Prince, or if that's just a blurred out CGI Kanan Jarrus from you know AI art or something,
0: but it's on the dash, like it, you it. Get, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I don't. I'll tell you what, it, they're gonna they're gonna blur it out as much as they possible because I don't, I don't, I, I don't think Freddie has any interest in having anything to do with with Star Wars anymore. I don't think he has any interest of having his face represented from it. I don't think he's watching anything. I just don't think he's. I think he's oh, done. Wow. I just think he's done. Um, But that's not to say that you can't be slick about it, whether you say, you know, you make it an AI thing or whether you do. And some people had a picture of like it was him and I I guess his wife were were on like a red carpet and it was very similar to it. And you can blur it. And if you can't can't really prove it, you know,
1: know, be careful. because Remember the Back to the Future thing with uh, Crispin Glover. Didn't he try to like sue the filmmakers because they had like a look-alike and they hung him upside down for a bad but that's, back that's it was a lot to, different
0: like- that's a lot different because you're not you're, you're you're you have someone's face so if you turn it over you're looking at someone's <laughs> face right but it's yeah. but this this is a picture of like it resembles freddie because it resembles a character hell it could have been a stunt double that looked like him so they want to i don't I, that's not something that i think freddie's going to go wait a minute wait a minute plus you know who knows? I just I think people are like oh wait a minute, Freddie's gonna come back in a vision. Freddie ain't coming back. No yeah. chance. There's that, that that you got you got a better chance of Revan showing up in the next episode than you have uh you, then you have yeah uh, Freddie Prince Jr. showing him as Kanan. Now who knows if Kanan will show up, but it ain't gonna be Freddie. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so there were there was a lot of those types of references. But the first thing that happens, and I like how they got Jason involved. By the way. Jason had the possibility, if not done correctly, to be very annoying. Um, he's not annoying. Yeah. He's he. You can tell. You know. I don't know if anyone has trained him. I don't love the fact that when he initially, when he's like, "Mom, I hear something," she knows who his dad was. She knows he's got something going on. What? Don't do the whole cliche of like, nah, "I don't know what you hear, kid." It's like he probably hears something because he's got a. He's he's got some Jedi in him. Do
1: you think that when she starts hearing it too, is she playing a like when my daughter comes into the room like as a T Rex like argh, I act like I'm in fear and I run away from the T Rex yeah. right? Do you think that's Hera playing with her son, or do you think Hera started hearing uh, whispers of the Force and and the lightsaber because now we're in this era where everybody can access the Force almost, you know?
0: I I hope not. I hope that the it's the first part of it to where she just trusts him, says okay. You know what? There's there's something I can feel like something I don't know what it is. I can't hear what you're hearing, but I can, but I believe you, and that's kind of what I'm talking about. Like that that trust is there because, yes, it's in everyone. But it doesn't mean everyone can access it because the same thing like Sabine's having problems accessing it, right? So we're gonna have Harris start accessing it too. It's like no, I it, it's this episode of the gallery that they do is gonna be fascinating. Yeah, you know when when the the full breakdown of this entire episode that's one I think it's gonna be very viewed, but. Jason comes out, he sees and he even says, Can I can I browse around a little bit? Can I check out what's going on? She's like, Yeah, but stay, you know, stay close. And him and Chop Chopper are walking around. I love the, the use of Chopper. And then she's like, Stay back because I hear something. And she starts walking over and she sees Hu Yang holding the helmet. Oh, and I got, I got a um a moment here of, do you remember? Do, are you being never ending story guy?
1: Yes. Yes. With the nothing and the crazy wolf that scared me for
0: my childhood. Yeah. The, remember when the nothing took out um he took out everything and then they i think it's a, a Treo who comes comes across the big rock monster yes and he's like these hands were in my hands and it was like yeah. it reminded me of that moment where he's just like <laughs> i told them to listen and they didn't listen it was a very it it shows such a great great um side of Hu yang and what he really cares it's like he's he's like the first droid that really i mean i see 3po had some kind of crazy emotions too but he's got some emotions that i think are really uh he's one of my favorite droids he really is
1: yeah i mean and i i I kind of went off about b2emo during our andor reviews on scoundrels inc like saying like look if i I have a roomba i want it to go around cleaning my house i don't want it to be like oh where's Marva? like just clean my house go back make my coffee right so um but
0: piss did have emotions it's a good point
1: but this one like huyang like my god like I, I, the, the fact is he probably trained this dude if, if this guy gets canonized like he was around for like thousands and thousands of years he trained mm-hmm. Revan, malik Exar coon before he turned back like everybody like that's crazy the, of his wealth of knowledge and that he he's almost like olivander right he made everybody their sabers and stuff like that instead of the wands uh not to get too nerdy with the harry potter no. but uh Yeah, uh, and that scene, too, like, I'm usually not one where I like droids to show emotions, like, unless it's really earned. And, like, I just, especially this droid who has lived so many thousands of years, but he has now seen this Jedi have grown from such a big number and then fallen, and it's, like, everyone he loses now, he's like, dude, it's, like, if he stayed together, they could have lived, and, like, yeah, that's great. He's feeling the loss of so much, and I think it might be weighing in on him now, you know? And he doesn't know what
0: Nobody knows what's going on. And then Jason finally, and this is where he's Jason, like feels something. And he's like, he knows something's out there. even said it. And then then we just, we, we shoot to that title shadow warrior. And it's like, okay, you know that the second we come back to it, here we go. And then we're, we're off and running with the, is it the world between worlds? Yes. So man,
1: I like that. Like, you don't know, like, is Anakin a force ghost? Is it in her head? And I'm reminded of a quote, again, I'm, I'm going with Harry Potter stuff again. I'm sorry for if anyone doesn't like Harry Potter, but at one point at the I'm end, Harry po- I'm sorry, I'm sorry for being on this show. I'm sorry for existing.
0: <laughs> sad sack. Uh,
1: <laughs> sad sack. Um, Harry Potter dies, basically, and then is in this afterlife, which is like cross station, King's cross station, and Dumbledore's in his head, and he's like, Dumbledore, like, is this happening that I'm talking to you because you've been dead or is this in my head? And he literally says, of course it's happening in your head, but why on earth should that mean that it's not real? So like my theory going in was that Anakin for his penance, I texted you this, I'm like for all of his deeds, they were like, all right, you kind of slaughtered school children, you you blew up planets, like, yeah, you're back, you're good, but you you need to now be hall monitor of the world between worlds basically. Mm -hmm. And that's what I thought, like, he's always gonna be there guarding over time and space. But I, I don't know, like a hall monitor, basically, like Red Skull was in uh, To the Soul Stone, right? But now I think that he was a Force ghost, um, but he might be a little something more. Um, and I know people are saying, I don't think they'll ever go live action too much into the Mortis God stuff because you're already asking a lot of people when you're like, now we have this afterlife with these long – like like for live action fans, they're just used to like what they saw in the movies basically, right? So yeah. I think he was probably a Force ghost, but maybe he's a little more – he, he uh like not quite a mortis god but something a lot in between a force
0: ghost I think I think, think you I think you're right as far as the mortis stuff goes for sure because look that was a big lucas thing too not just a uh not just a Filoni thing the mortis stuff was stuff that lucas worked on and was very very involved in with those mortis episodes um but the thing is when it comes to the world between worlds my my question is when you go back and you watch the rebels episode when Ezra um is able to access it and be able to go. It's this whole episode where the empire is trying to figure out how to man- how to get to the, through the gateway and the doorway to get through it. And Ezra has opened up the gateway using the the mortis gods to yeah code to walk through it. And then once he's out, they they just dis- they destroy it or they turn it off or whatever or they change it. They don't just they change it to with the locks or whatever it is. But they needed a gate in order to do it. Like so, they don't really explain in this episode if she is in the world between worlds, what was the gate? Because as far as inside of your head, I would have said maybe it's inside of her head and she was floating around in the water and that's how she was able to survive underneath it because whatever it might be. But Jason's here in the lightsabers.
1: Yeah, Yeah. and wasn't she a part, she died in Clone Wars too, right? Like, so part of the daughter is in her. So she might, right, and I-
0: Who? Ahsoka, it,
1: Nahshoka, yeah, like, like, oh, basically, I felt like she died in the clone. Please, in the comments, you'll you'll either roast me or you'll agree oh, with man, me. I don't but there, she has a connection. That's why that uh bird thing is always following mm. her around.
0: Yeah, okay, um,
1: and so she might have access to that. But this goes to my larger theory about Balin. I think Balin is after the world between worlds because I think the path to hell is paved with good intentions, and I think that Balin. It was really messed up by Order 66. And I think when he says, like, what is it at the end of this road that we have? When Shin said that a couple episodes mm-hmm. ago, he's like, absolute power. It's And then I rewatched the Rebels episode, too, when the doctor's telling Sabine about the world between worlds. And he's like, whoever has access to it will have the ultimate power of right. time and space, Right. right? Balin wants to get to that world between worlds to go back in time foolishly. He thinks he can do that, so he can stop Anakin in Order sixty six. That's my theory, and that we are in the end going to realize Balin had good intentions. But I think at some point, Thrawn's just going to be like, "We don't need you anymore." It's going to be it's going to be tragic. But,
0: well, yeah. so this so, goes, this goes back to our the beginning of our conversation with the speculation, right? This is this is the fun speculation part. Of it. Yeah, I, yeah. I I think we're done with the world between worlds. I think it's, I think it's I think we're not going to see it anymore. I think that then you remember you only have six seven and eight now to yeah. tell the ultimate part of the story which is find thrawn set up thrawn to the live action viewers as well pose the big threat is ezra around where the hell are they to jump back in between the world between worlds and all that with ahsoka be, really being the only one now after the space whales take her through the through the portal um i think that if there was like 15 episodes they say maybe who knows maybe they'll go back there but i think we're done with it but we spent a lot of time there and before we even spend any more time there talking about it, I want to tell you guys about two of our wonderful sponsors. Um, I've told you about Helix Sleep before, and I love them so much. I'm going to tell you about them and tell you about Nutrifall right now. It's time for a new mattress. This video is sponsored by Helix Sleep. I got a new mattress from Helix, and I love it. When I had heard that Helix was coming on board, or they were interested in it. I was like, well, you know, my wife and I—we really do need a new mattress for our room, and we've we've had our old one for about six years or so. And it's like, yeah, let me let me check it out. It's really great. Premium mattresses, customized to fit your needs, conveniently shipped right to your door. Helix's sleep quiz it matches you to the perfect mattress based on your body type and your sleep preferences. I need a nice relaxing bed and nice and comfy and something good for my back i sleep on my side so i had all that stuff and it let me know exactly what was right the helix sleep mattresses are fiberglass free they deliver the mattress right to your door free shipping in the us and it comes rolled up in a box and it's really easy to set up one of the things that i loved is that there is a 100 night sleep trial to test the mattress out and ensure that you love it Helix mattresses include a 10-year warranty, and they offer financing options and flexible payment plans. We got the Helix Sunset Lux, And already when I got it, I was like, oh, man. Put it on the bed, on the on the frame. And we laid down on it, and I was just like, oh, it's so soft, and it's so comfortable. And the hilarious thing is we we, just, we let it air out, and I, my, we had my my in-laws over. And I was outside, and I walk in, and my, my mother-in-law's just laying on the bed this is so comfortable, it's amazing. And my my kids wanna like, lay on it, it's it's super, it's just you just kinda sink into it, and it's just so comfortable. Visit helixsleep.com slash big thing and get 20% off your Helix mattress, plus two free pillows. So go ahead and check it out. Thank you again to Helix for being involved in the show. Very excited to have them. Sponsor. If you're looking for a new mattress and you've been looking for a new mattress, please consider them. Um, I'm loving it. The picture you saw was from my place. That's my mattress. That's before we put the sheets on, that's after we put the sheets on, that's everything. I love it. Um, and I'm very excited that they're on board. So please consider them. And not only will you be super satisfied, you'll also be helping out the show. So use the link in the description. Please go and check it out right now. Don't be embarrassed. Don't do it. Listen, did you know that 80% of men will experience hair thinning in their lifetime? It's normal, guys. But it doesn't have to be your fate. You can get ahead of thinning with Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve your hair growth, visible thickness, and visible scalp coverage. Nutrafol's hair growth supplement use physician Formulated natural, science-backed ingredients. Their drug-free patent technology provides consistent, reliable results without compromising your sexual health. Go to Nutrafol.com/men to take their Hair Wealth Wellness Quiz. Identify causes of your thinning hair, and Nutrafol will give you a personalized plan for better hair health through whole-body wellness. It works in a clinical study. 84% of men showed improvement in their hair after 6 months taking Nutrifol men's hair growth supplements. Everybody feels this way as you're getting older. You're like, "Oh man, am I the only one? This is why is this happening to me? This and that? you we're in an age now where you can get it helped. You can get it fixed. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com men, but you have to enter that promo code, big thing. Find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com men, N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com slash men, and enter that code, big thing. That's Nutrafol.com slash men, promo code, big thing. All right, thank you to our friends over at both Helix Sleep and Nutrafall. I am not BSing you, everybody. I love this mattress so much. I was so happy when they sent it. It is the most relaxing mattress I've ever had in my life. That is not hyperbole, it is fact. And Nutrafall, try it, I'm telling you. And you help out the show, you help out yourselves when you do this. I put the links in the description and I always pin the sponsors on the top comments. So if you're able to, you have the means to please help us out and do so. That was, right. that,
1: was that was one hell of a segue. Thanks. You know, I always got to prop your segues.
0: I appreciate that. Um, so let's, let's get back into it now because this is where it really all begins and where the majority of people are losing their minds and rightfully so. You have this whole conversation with Anakin and, and Ahsoka as it leaves off in the last episode. Um, and they're just kind of, staring at each other and she doesn't really understand what the hell's going on and we never really get a a reason why or any any of this how she got there she's just trying to figure out because she's as you mentioned the space in between time and all this stuff she doesn't he's like you lost the fight and i will say this i gave them so much crap last week and i think rightfully so on how bad that deep fake was it looked great this episode it looked great like they, they took, they just took little pieces out of the wrinkles and things there. I mean, just de aged them just a little bit, gave him a haircut, did these certain things. I thought it looked fantastic.
1: Yeah. And what's funny is a someone, a leaker actually, right after it aired last week, he was like, don't worry, it looks way better in the next episode. So it's not like they went back to the well and like did it better. Like for some reason, they, they had a different team on that or whatever. Like, I don't his, think so. He, yeah. I'm like, why, why would it be that, that first one and then so good yep. later, which is weird. But I do believe that um, that de-aging is probably the best. I think it's better than Luke, even in the Mandalor- in Book of Boba Fett. I think it's it's better than Luke and it's on par with Michael Douglas. And I think Samuel L. Jackson's de-aging in Captain Marvel was the best. That was insane. Like a whole movie. He was in it like that. So,
0: yeah. Well, the reason why I think it was so good also, and this is what I said when they, when I was so confused why they didn't do it for Obi-Wan, it's because he's not that old. You only really have to de-age him by like, you know, 15, 16 years. And you just got to, like with, with Mark Hamill, you got to just stick a whole new fa- face on him. You don't really have to, you don't have to do that with Hayden Christensen. You just got to do a couple airbrushes. You got to take some same you know some age out of him, put some stuff from the older movies. And it. it I agree with you, it worked brilliantly but it's the conversation that he's having with them too and i think that this is what goes back to what you were saying the reason why i do think it is kind of like a mortis god or something, because we'll get more into depth about everything that we see but this is a what do they always say about anakin he's the chosen one right he was the yeah. one who brought balance to the force and throughout this lesson he's given ahsoka he's got to do it by going through the light side and the dark side and i couldn't agree with you more i think this is this proves because everybody myself included when unless you were like grew up with the prequels and you just when you were watching it as an older person the dialogue from a lot of performances were wooden Hayden Christensen's performance in a lot of it was was wooden because there was a there was he didn't have a lot to do he has a lot to do here and he and he shows look what I could have done with some with the directing of the performance it's it's he's he does this is the best Anakin we've seen so far
1: Leonardo DiCaprio couldn't pull off some of those lines in Attack of the right. Clones. Remember, he was like was rumored to be and him and Ryan yeah. Philippe. I remember that whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, and it look that's that's the way there was there was cheesy lines in Empire Strikes Back, even the greatest of all of them. Right? Like, my hands right. are dirty, or my hands are dirty too. Like, if that was out in the era of Twitter and people didn't like the filmmaker, they probably would have hammered him on that. So it's all subjective, but so glad that I mean Hayden kind of got to read. Like, I don't like to say redeem; it's the wrong word.
0: Cause he did his job. He did his, got to do more. Could, got to do more. But, yeah. I got to do more. Absolutely. So they have this battle. It's the, it's, it's light side Anakin. I was, when I was watching, I was like, Oh, this is going to be a a different Anakin than we thought it was going to be the dark side. Anakin, but it's not, this is like, and they, they made it pretty clear because he's got the blue saber and he's just teaching her and he's having, it's a fight and it goes through and then it, then it bounces back. To uh, what's the planet that they're on? Yeah. The, uh,
1: oh, I thought it was Teth at first because she says it's our first mission, but it's not Teth. It's Ryloth, and I confirmed no, that. I... No no no,
0: no, 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 not, 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 not in, not in the uh, flashback when the, oh, the right. where Hera and all them are at. Oh, they're on Setos or Setos. They call it. Okay, C- C- yeah. C- right. So we jump back to Setos. We jump back. To Cetos. Down, yeah. Well, exactly. That's why I asked you. So we jump back. To Cetos. And this is where we have that conversation where. Chopper and Jason are just staring out there, and Jason's Jason hears it. And this is, you know, the whole conversation I was talking about, where because Hu Yang's like, all right, this kid hears something, so something's going on. And but before we even get into that conversation, I and this is, and I've done this before to Filoni, and I need to stop doing it because last week I was like, how do they not even mention uh, Princess Leia? How do they not mention Luke? How do you, I mean, the. You got it. I mean, like, isn't your first phone call to Luke Skywalker in in a situation like this? Because I brought up the Flash and the Flash they bring up in the beginning of the movie. They're like, well, Superman's busy. Aquaman's busy. But it's mentioning them. Yeah. Finally, they get one and they go, well, Senator Organa says she can only buy us so much time or whatever it is. You know, Yeah. And it's, they mentioned Leia. That was great. Did you did you uh, geek out at that one?
1: Yeah, not so much that one, more about the, I was just glad that they gave the lip service to Kanan because I was just yeah. so worried they're going to try to bury him. Because like, I did hear about this drama or whatever, the, the Freddy print, I don't know if there's some fallout or whatever. And I was like, I just don't want the story to suffer. Like, like that, that it, it a is a very important thing to this child uh, of who his father was. And like Kanan is up there with one of my favorite Jedi too. So uh I was really glad to hear that. And yeah, to hear Organa, I mean, at this point, you're gonna have obviously the Felony movie. I can't. I don't know if it's after this season or if there's another season. and Then the Felony movie, but the Felony movie is basically gonna be the uh, Star Wars Avengers style team up movie, right? Yeah. Gonna bring everybody from each show, and it's gonna be the Avengers. But yeah. you can't have a gal like you can't have Luke and Han and even Leia sit this one out. Maybe Han, but like you can't have uh, mm-hmm. you can't have the son of the chosen one sit this one out. So like at this point, are you going to do the deep fake for a whole movie? Are you going to recast, get Sebastian Stan in there? Like, I don't know what they're going to do, but you're right. Like it's time to start acknowledging these people. Unfortunately, you're trying to show movies in an era where they're at their prime. And so they're they're not going to sit this one out and be like, Oh, heir to the empire. No worry about it. Like they have to be part of it. He doesn't have to be huge. It's It's like, yeah,
0: it's only six years. It's only six years since, you know, the, the events of, of uh, return of the Jedi. Yeah. So like, why, they're, they're in their prime still like why wouldn't yep. they be involved now it's good they mentioned organa so we know okay she's involved in the senate she's involved in this she, we just don't see her okay i'm good with that where's luke even you can probably get away with han at this point han's doing something he's on some yeah. kind of mission he's doing something with lando is it like, you probably i mean and honestly he's one that if you don't mention you don't mention him i, I get it like maybe, oh solo and and uh, Lando, we're doing something out some somebody. I'm not in this show. You don't need him in this show. But as you're yeah. talking about the, the big movie, you don't necessarily need him. Even though John Hoey is crossing his fingers that Alden Ehrenreich is going to show up, um, but I will say that you got to have Luke. You got some way or another. You got to have Luke, and, and especially if you're if you're trying to do the Zon novels, it's some kind of play into heir to the Empire. Whether yeah. or not you're substituting Ahsoka for the for Luke or not, you got to try to figure that out.
1: I think it's okay for this series though cuz I think Ahsoka's mm-hmm. made this a personal journey anyway and I don't think she's told a lot of people I don't think she's on the phone with Luke saying hey I'm going to go you know try to h- hop on some space whales and find Ezra and I think every you know even when Hera was mentioning it to the New Republic they were just idiots and like not wanting to help so right. I think I think that they're just getting no support anyway but I think that Ahsoka was like Luke's busy with his, his thing this is this is my personal journey I'm going to do it but yeah when when Thrawn finally gets back and I predict that the end of the season's going to be Uh, that's like the the last shot of attack of the clones with the army and the, the showing the ships leave in the beginning of the clone wars. I think the last shot of this season, uh, is going to be, uh, in all his glory, uh, somewhere with, uh, with all, uh, with a new fleet or whatever it is. And, you know, we're going to end there. So, yeah, but now after that, when, when it gets, when it, when people check on Facebook and threads and space that, Oh, Thrawn's back. That's when Luke's got to get involved And, and definitely Leia needs to throw her weight around the Senate.
0: What's so nuts about it is to you you know how excited I am about the acolyte. Uh, yeah. I'm I, to to learn a different part of the Star Wars history where there's a bunch of Jedi running around and the Sith are just starting to kind of come up from through the shadows. It's fascinating to me. However, again, showing that there was never really a big plan throughout it, I think it was a mistake that that's gonna be one of the next ones that comes out when you're trying to set up Filoni's movie um because you've got. Skeleton crew that got pushed back, right? We don't know when that's coming out, so that'll probably come out somewhere in the February, March area, depending on the strike. Um, then you've got to get another season of Mandalorian season four. Um, and then what I heard was that if Ahsoka did well with the fans and ratings, it would be season two leading into it. Looks like if that's the case, if that is factual. We're getting a season two because it's doing exactly. good ratings it's still it's it's it is a water cooler show they haven't had a water cooler show since mandalorian season two um it should
1: have been obi-wan man it should, should have be been Obi-Wan.
0: Obi-Wan. Yeah, i mean i guess they had one moment when vader kind of came back but for the most part that show obi-wan's kinda...
1: still higher on it for me but that's only because of my fan edit like because the things that i thought were wrong with it we kind of remedied it or whatever but uh, yeah, It could, this is the potential of what Obi-Wan could have done. Imagine if Filoni could have done the Obi-Wan. And I don't like, sure. no disrespect to the other filmmaker. Like I never want to harp on anyone. Like I never want to be negative on anyone because as a filmmaker myself, going to film school and making yeah. my own movies, no, some were good, some were bad. I understand the feeling of putting all that work into something and then when people shit on it. So I'm not sorry if I can cut. I don't know if I can cuss channel.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, so. yeah. Well, and so as we jump back into our moment here, though, um, we've got Chopper... Hera, and then even, and I love what Carson's been doing lately too. <laughs> really? And he was hilarious in this episode. And he's, a, and he goes, "What are we doing here? Are we, are we waiting around? Are we we got to go. Like, like, we don't have, we don't have much time." And then, like, well, hold on a second. Let me see what's going on. She, and then goes and talks to Jason. He's like, "I, I hear something." This is the moment that I was talking about. She's like, "All right, sure you do, kid." And then finally, whether she hears it, whatever she does, she closes her eyes and she knows something's going on. She turns around. And she goes, "All right." we're uh, we're we're gonna do this now, so <laughs> everybody, and he's like, "Oh, okay. Uh, and then when they have this moment between Hu Yang and this this was my f- the, the funniest moment. this is again, I always reference this where if anybody ever says to me, "Oh, you don't like when they joke in Star Wars, false. I like when it's when it fits the characters, when it makes sense, when it feels like it's an organic moment that could be funny. And this is one of those moments to me. Hu Yang's out there and 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 when he says, um, You know, she's Kanan Jarrus was his father, who's a Jedi. He's like, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: He's right. like, he's he's like representing all of like the uh, live fans that only know the movies. You know, yeah. that have never seen Rebels, and like yeah. that's what my wife would say. She would be like, oh yeah, yeah, that's that. That oh, cool.
0: checks right. out, checks yeah. out. And then he just believes it. And he goes and he goes about about his business. I thought it was I thought it was great, and I thought he delivered it perfectly. Um, it's just kind of shrugs, looks over, and it's just <laughs> he's just. Him, he's like, All right, fine, let's just I guess that's what we're doing here. So he runs back to the ship and he gets everybody ready and yang just kind of walks back in. And the and Jason and Chopper just and I love how loyal Chopper is to Jason, by the way. Do you notice that he doesn't give him he, he gives crap to everybody? He doesn't give Jason any crap. Yeah,
1: yeah. And yeah. I it's that found family thing, but like that now you're having a real legacy family there.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and I I man, where's Jason in the sequel trilogy? Right? Is he dead? Where is he, man? Because, and where's Ezra? You can't have Ezra miss out on another war. Like, you got one. Okay. You got to miss the original trilogy because you were out and hanging out with Space Whales and Thrawn. But, like, if he's back, man, unless the series or movie, the Filoni movie, figures out a way to, like, get him forcedly stuck there again for another 60 years, like, where's Ezra? Where's Jason? Like, is Jason just one of the dead bodies in, from Kylo? Like, that's where like because I, I feel like Ezra's going to train Jason, right? Like, I feel like that's what we'll head for. I hope so. Uh, but yeah. where are they, man? Like, again, when you, when you work in such a small time space, I, I, I never believe in happy endings. I always think that, man, if they're not there, they're probably dead. And for Ezra, you can't have him miss out on another global right. galaxy thing. So what's well, going Ezra, on? Ezra,
0: Ahsoka, Sabine, like, where are all these people? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a, it, it also goes, back. The funny thing as i bet you if he had his way at the time he didn't have the kind of clout that he has now um the, he probably would have he got Hera's name mentioned in rogue one yeah but like they probably if he, if if filoni had the clout he has today you probably would have seen at least an older version or one of those characters pop up in the trilogy but the problem is that was the old school way of thinking, with okay, well, this this filmmaker we doesn't need to pay attention to things we're doing. Just you, filmmaker one, do your thing. Filmmaker two, do your thing. Filmmaker three, yeah. do your thing. Oh wait, no, you're right fired. Right. Bring it back, number one. Yeah, there's no so that I think that that is has now changed now, and I think Filoni and Favreau have have helped change that. But as we jump back, then we have this moment. This is this is the one that the people, including myself, lost their minds for. Ahsoka kind of one-ups um Anakin a little bit in this battle, and he's like, I didn't teach you everything, and he shows. <laughs> He's because he's kind of you're right. He's kind of a gatekeeper. He knows what to do. and He slashes the the world between worlds thing. She falls, and I'm like, well, as I'm watching this thing, Kev, I'm going, where is she going? Like, what? <laughs> what there was rumors that like it was going to be Mustafar, and then yeah, yeah. you were going to see like him like beating Obi Wan, and and she pops up, and the first thing I saw, I saw stormtroopers walk running out, and then I noticed very quickly that they were clone troopers. And I'm like, oh, we're in the Clone Wars. And they pop through, and you have her as young Ahsoka. And it's played by the same actress that was um, in the Barbie movie. And I think she was young Gamora, too, I think.
1: Yeah, um, she is. And that begs the question, how many – that would be a funny trivia question. How many people are – this actress, Her uh, she played young Gamora. Her name yeah. is um, uh, Ariana Greenblatt or okay. Green something. Yeah but you're right. she played like thanos was her mentor and now darth yeah. vader was her mentor how many yeah. billions of people did these people kill but sure. uh, yeah so she plays a good uh person she she does a great young ahsoka now that is the people thought it was the battle of teth but on a further rewatch it's the battle right. of ryloth yeah because you see Twilight's too like in in like yeah. c- commander gear the first so, battle uh, one of the first huh? battles
0: it was oh, one yeah. of their first battles
1: yeah, in the first season. And that's after it's after uh, when she led that space battalion where she got everybody like killed because she didn't listen to orders. So that right. it's also playing into that episode. She's talking about how even in that battle, a lot of people died, but also she's referring to the space battle overhead that happened earlier where these people right. died. But man, well, talk yeah, about yeah. live action Clone Wars. It too. was great.
0: It was so great to see. You. And then I, so our good buddy, uh, Chris Kaliski, who was one of the, the, who was like the main writer of Schmodown for, for, years um he wrote and he's like well the one thing is i think they got the actress was a little too young i don't agree i think she's the perfect age i think she's the perfect age there's exactly when she started um the clone wars like that's uh that's how old she was she was around that area and when you go ahead
1: yeah that's how messed up the clone wars were like that you had padawans that were like forced into it and forced into this situation where they had to fight way too young and yeah. I can't wait to watch it with my wife because she's—I know she's going to mention the same thing. Like, man, she's just a child. It's like yeah. that's what the Clone Wars were, and the Jedi were—you know, she didn't get to stay in the temple and do all these lessons with yeah. Liam. He says the it. State. He
0: says the story he says, "I got to train you to be a soldier." So he says yeah. it. Yeah. yeah.
1: And I think it's really powerful showing how young she is and like how she's like scared and like, look, dude, like back in the Civil War, they had young 12 year olds not fighting, but like the drum boys that were like sure. going to the front and stuff like that. Like this is the reality is some in some desperate situations, they were throwing rifles in the hands of children to like defend their lands and stuff like that. And um, so I thought I just like anything real. And I told you about this when I was in studio the last time is that uh, I really want. Want, I've always said, uh, a, not gritty, a gritty is so overly used, but a DH Hayden in- and Ewan yeah. coming together and doing a Clone Wars movie. Now you could have Ahsoka oh. in the mix, and you do an Apocalypse Now style story where they get stranded on Felucia or some crazy yeah. story that lives in this universe. And I think they proved they can do it. We don't need a show. We don't need a series. We need a move. Just give me us. Give us a two hour awesome war movie. My God, that I mean, would make a billion dollars, wouldn't it? This,
0: yeah, I mean, it, this, dude, this this was fantastic to see. Like for Clone Wars fans in general, and I, I mean, not even necessarily fans of the animated show. It really showed a side of the Clone Wars that we haven't seen in live action before. You know, it showed it. it we've seen it. So, for people who were fans of the show got a chance to see this, got a chance to see all these things, yeah. but it really wasn't able. Uh, and they give him the short hair at this point. You know, they had, um, like how Ahsoka kind of comes into play their dynamic in general in this conversation she has. And he's, she's even like, Aren't you going to be so serious? It's like, do you want me to always be serious? And like, it's like, this Love conversation the that they're having between the two of them and all the clones are coming through and the ships are in the background it was like it really i mean they did something well even with the obviously with the volume but you can't really tell too much of it it played it played fantastic you can tell the has been wanting to do this for a long time the explosions going off this is the kind of stuff that i think that the like even though attack of the clones ha, like is gorgeous looking when it comes to the computer side of it a lot of big criticisms are how computer graphics and almost animated it looks this is that war feel that we've been waiting for for a long time
1: yeah and hayden is such a student of the game now too before yeah. he started obi One, he famously said publicly i rewatched all all the clone wars and what i love about hayden was he still brought his some of his delivery of lines like like yeah. uh like when he would like, sometimes he talks and blinks a lot, trying to say a sentence, trying to get through to someone. He's saying that to Ahsoka, but then he'll sound like Matt Lanter too, and it's because he said he rewatched all the Clone Wars and wanted to do justice to what he had done too. And it's such a merging of both yeah. characters in that scene. And yeah. let's give credit to this young actress too, who's playing Ahsoka, but she's not playing thirteen-year-old Ahsoka in the war. Fourteen-year-old right. she is. She's she has to play and older Ahsoka trapped, like playing big, basically, yeah. right? Like trapped in the young Ahsoka's body right now, and the yeah. way she was able to do that, and kind of, you can tell that that was like older Ahsoka in younger Ahsoka, and it's great. And when she's like, "Oh, that's the Clone Wars," she's like, ha, "No kidding!" Like their banter back and forth was so good. Yeah, I, right. this and, this scene was just ear to ear grinning.
0: But it did, not it it's absolutely rewarded. Fans that watch these shows and understood without losing new fans, but like there was the moment where she's like, she's got her hand on the clone trooper who's in, who's hurting. She always had a relationship with the clone troopers, she always cared about them, right? She, you saw that side of her that we, that you fell in love with, the character of Ahsoka. She has those more, those conversations with anakin and this is where you know as they're getting worked on and she's kind of he's kind of telling her we're still we're st- seeing that version and the lesson that he's teaching her through the world between worlds in these moments of like the balance behind it but you're right though if you look in the background you can see some of the twi'leks in the back to okay, of conversations yeah. with with uh with clone troopers for sure and
1: i love that you see phase one clone trooper armor and i think rex is in the background and in the, in, in the credits yeah. Love little things like this. It's so felonie. So in the credits, they they credit to Miller Morrison, and they make sure to say Commander Rex slash Captain Rex, because like yeah. at one point he's a captain, at one point he's a commander. Earlier on in the in the war, you have Phase One armor and Phase Two armor, and then we'll, we'll get to that. Obviously, I don't want to jump too far ahead of that. Right. But Yeah,
0: that was pretty cool. But dude, this is the best part of it all because they have this long conversation. You see the relationship, and you really see why Anakin was a good master for that during that part of it. But he starts walking off and into battle with that saber and then they they switch really quick but clear as day and and there's that shot and silhouette of him is in the full vader gear and it's like oh my god this is like this is where this is the next phase of this world between worlds that we're going to
1: yeah yeah and you know it's his armor is so great and I I always, I never realized it but when you see it in live action that armor is sh- is kind of shades of Vader's later he has that shoulder plate yeah. too which yeah. really like you know a lot of the time i've always two things that this episode did for me okay whenever i would watch like my rewatch i'm very i'm a completionist so like i'll watch episode one and i'll you know everything episode two then the clone wars and whenever i would go from clone wars to episode three it was so hard for me to reconcile that it's the same actor because right. you fall in love with matt lancer's portrayal mm-hmm. and then you get paid Christensen, and it's a little different and what this like merged it so well for me and also i used to have such a trouble watching the original trilogy after. Episode three, because I'd be like, "How do I see Hayden in there?" I'm trying to like find similarities. Like that's just the product of growing up before you right. knew him, and now after you know him. But this with like the shoulder blades and he's standing like over her, like like yeah. that is that is vague like I. And and the, the Obi Wan show did a good job of that too, and you finally see what he looks like under it um, in live action. But this did a good job for me of reconciling the fact that Hayden, Hayden is Anakin, Hayden is Vader, and I, I'm just so stoked about that. Not that he didn't he wasn't before, but for me personally, just to admit it was very hard for me to so, yeah. sometimes see that the animated Anakin was the same as the live action Anakin. But he did it here, and you're right, we flash the Vader, and we get into this next portion, man.
0: Yeah. Up, what so. about, what about that return to the Jedi line that we kind of forgot about the two in the beginning where, where he, where she says to him, I, I will, I will not fight you or I, I don't, I'm not going to fight you. He's like, I've heard that before. Yeah. Great. That's
1: great. great. I, I, you know, at first I thought he was also referencing like, cause she kind of says that during the uh, twilight of the apprentice and rebels on Malachor. So I was like, oh, maybe she's mentioning that, but no, I, I, I do believe after the second viewing it's definitely they're referencing. Uh, Luke, right? Yeah, and that's just great. And and I, I, I'll say this because I don't want to forget it. We've seen now all of our dream matchups. We've seen the Obi-Wan versus Anakin uh, round two, you know, in the Obi-Wan show or Obi-Wan versus Vader. Yeah. And Anakin. Yeah. Now we've seen live action Ahsoka with Anakin. The one last thing, we I hope we see it, is I want to see Luke interact with a Force ghost Anakin at some point, somewhere, like, right? Yeah. Father and son, we got to see it. Apparently, it was very okay. close to having Anakin instead of Yoda in the Last Jedi, yeah, but he showed that he felt that Luke had a stronger connection with Yoda, which makes sense, right? It makes so sense. it was yeah. an Anakin. I would, so. But
0: I would like to see, especially the conversations that they've had with with Ahsoka and Luke in that in that yeah. Boba Fett show, and then leading into this. It's healthy Star Wars, man. It's healthy Star it's Wars. And it's
1: the last of the super fight, right? You always, We always wanted Cena versus Hogan. We never got it. We wanted Hogan versus Austin. We never got it. I hope we get you know, the equivalent of the wrestling, but I hope we get Luke hanging out and talking with Anakin at some point.
0: It's true because, it's, like I said, it's, it's healthy Star Wars, and if you want to be healthy, you need to have Green Chef. I'll tell you that right now. Green Chef. <laughs> it is fantastic. I love myself some Green Chef. I've told you about Green Chef many times over, um, and you guys should hear a little bit about it. I'll tell you about it right now. Here you go. You guys know Green Chef. I've been talking about Green Chef forever. I love them. I've been so excited to continue to work with them because I've been eating really good, as I mentioned before, not only with, uh, with other vitamins and stuff I'm taking, but I'm eating really well. And the reason why I'm eating so well is because Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating clean with dinners that work for you. And it's not the other way around. You can eat clean the easy way with recipes that help manage your weight and support your wellness goals without skimping on flavor. When I was I talk about all the time i do my own i I make like quesadillas now and i can throw stuff on the grill they have really good meat good burgers and if you and they have everything that you can actually if you don't like burgers you want to eat vegan more they can do that too you can enjoy effortless plant-based dining with vegan kickoff which is a brand new limited time options including delicious vegan breakfast lunches uh dinners and sides they have everything they deliver everything you need to eat clean the easy way for the rest of the summer. You can feel your best with nutritionist-approved recipes packed with clean ingredients that support your healthy lifestyle, and they taste great, too. So if you want to check it out, please go and do it, because they're, they're really amazing. You get ahead of the busy season with their convenient step-by-step recipes. They have dinners that are ready in like 25 minutes or less. I'm telling you, it was so easy for me, and I'm an imbecile when it comes to cooking. And it was so great. I mean, I love them. If you go to greenchef.com slash 60 thing, greenchef.com slash 60 thing and use that code 60 thing. You'll get 60% off plus free shipping. It is worth the shot. Go and give it a whirl as the world girls would say. It is so good. I love it and you'll love it too. So make sure you check it out. That is Green Chef, everybody. All right. Thank you to our friends once again over at Green Chef. Why do you keep hearing about Green Chef? Because you guys keep getting them. You keep signing up and I love that. And they love that. And if you're able to do it and you have the means to do it and you want some really good eats, get yourself some Green Chef. Use that code, especially for that discount. Come on. And you will be helping out this show. The link is in the description pinned in the comments.
1: Great segue,
0: man. Great segue. Thank you. Thank you. Um, They're the best. You got to try some Green Chef, man. I'll try. Yeah, you should. Send Uh, me some. You're like the guy now. Send me some. Use that code, sixty percent off. You can do it. Um, all right, here it is. Here's the next one. This is the uh, this is the uh, we as we get through and and now, did you get Empire vibes when they were looking for Luke? You know, in the beginning of Empire, when they're looking for oh, Luke, when, oh,
1: when she's in the ship, low low angle.
0: They're looking for Ahsoka, and they're kind of scanning the the whole area, and and they've got you know the the X wings are scanning, oh, yeah. they can't find it, and 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 then finally they they get really low. The ghost gets really low. And They, I was nervous though because I'm like, out of all the Mandalorians and the uh, m- shows that we've seen, and how many s- monsters are underneath that sea? <laughs> yeah,
1: you never know. It's, it's Jurassic Park under it's Jurassic World under there, yeah. But yeah, I like that, and you got to talk about uh, too. Uh, I think that she, uh, Hera, asks how Anakin was uh, training, and, and yeah, was like, <laughs> he was intense, like, yeah, I thought yeah. that was funny.
0: That was and it. Was a good segue. Speaking of segues, it was a good segue Got into it. it. And then, but she's also talking. To, but in that whole conversation, we find out that she didn't get any approval. We knew it already. She didn't get any, any approval from the yeah, Senate? Exactly. They're going to be coming after. And Hu Yang's like, "Oh, okay." And then, I, I guess that's that's what it is. um But she says that they're out there, kind of chasing ghosts. And and I love Hu Yang's like, you know, this is why people like you. This is why because you do things like this and. It's, it's an, again, another nice moment between the, the two of them showing a little bit more about Yang and she's trying to figure out where the hell are they? Like they don't, people don't just vanish into thin air and it's like, well, you've probably never seen Last Jedi, but. but that's um, the, that's the
1: thing. Well, that's the thing too. Like if she underwater, like the scanners would have picked her up or is she right. physically in the world between worlds and it's not in her head. Like, you know, scanners would pick her up unless it's some crazy thing where she was in that nether world, right? Or whatever you yeah. want to call it.
0: Yeah. Um. So and then you know, we get. This is when they tell her go lower to the ground. Choppers kind of picking something something up, and they try to go through. And then we jump back to now. It's the siege of Mandalore. Now, when she's a little older now, but when 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 was the siege of Mandalore? Because they they, it was after she after they split split up, when, when was that timeline-wise? Do you remember? Shout out to Frank
1: Janish, a fellow Scoundrels, Inc. He did a super cut of episode three, and it's like four hours long. And I would even watch it when I was training for schmodown yeah. I didn't care. I wanted the full story. And so we, when he lived with me briefly during the pandemic, we sat down and we figured out how he would intercut it. And so he did an episode three. Uh, we did an episode three like intercut with the Siege of Mandalore and all those Final Clone Wars episodes. So like it's happening concurrent with with uh episode three all of that and you notice the helm the troopers have the painted orange which is when uh when he when uh he get you know she has the lone green saber in the first flashback and in this one she has the two and because anakin had given it to her on the bridge of the starship before she showed every the members of 501st wearing the orange painted like helmets so that's tj mandler that's happening concurrently with episode three uh and I mean talk about you could see a difference in her like abilities too. Like now she's just flipping yeah. around. She's like some I mean, you know, like full like Feloni just loves uh, like Ahsoka, like showing how badass she was. And yeah, you, you see it right there in live action. It was glorious.
0: It was great. And you see the Mandalorians kind of going down left and right, and then um this is when we actually hear Rex and yeah. secure the perimeter. And this is and now it's got like that uh Christmas Carol feel to it where yeah. Anna- Anakin walks over it's and he's cool. like, "Yeah, he's like, I don't remember this battle." And she's like, "We were, we were split up at this point." And he's like, "It looks intense." And she's <laughs> like, "Yeah, he was what? impressed by it. He was impressed. He was." But this is the version of Anakin, though. Now, as we're starting to see, like again, the balance of it, this is where we start to see where he tells her, "Look, you're part of." He tells her, "He's like, you're part of a legacy now." And then uh, you, know, and she's like, "I'm part of." She's taken into consideration what Balin told her, of part of death and destruction." He's like, "No." Because uh, then, you know, because she she says my only part of legacy is that that part of war, and he's like, "You're more than that." Because I'm more than that. She's like, "You are more than that, but you're a lot more powerful than you know people realized you were." And say, "Oh, that's what this is about." And then all hell breaks loose.
1: Yeah, and I I like that. Like he's like he almost is like dismissive of it. He's like, "Really, you're gonna?" It's like, "Yeah, that's kind of a big deal." We're burying the lead here, Anakin. But she kind of turned your back on everyone but like she's not getting the lesson at that point and that's what then turns this lesson and he's like all right and because deep down anakin there's whatever version of this is whether it's in her head or it's a force ghost or mortis or whatever he's rooting for uh, ahsoka he wants remember his choice in the beginning it's like do you want to live or you want to die and if she wants to live she's going to have to pass these trials and he never got to finish her training that's why he's going to hear the train and if she doesn't right. finish training with him she stays in the afterlife right but if she does this is it and like anakin's like it almost is like really like cuz anakin is now when you're connected to something now and you're like the part of the force and stuff he, it's so minor of a thing of what he did when if you look at it and you zoom back up all of right. time right in his head it's like it's that little thing like we're going to you got to get past that because right now you need to live. You need to recapture that spirit of what made you such a great Jedi. And yeah. if now I'm going to have to do this. And it's funny. Brandon actually on Scoundrels mentioned this and it made me laugh. He was like, it's like that's when Anakin's like, all right, I got to go Sith eyes, I got to go bad. Get the red yeah. saber. You yeah. think afterwards, he hung out when he went back to Ghost Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan was like, don't you think that was a little over the top? And Anakin's like, no, man. Like, I needed to. I needed to bring it out, or I had to start whipping out he the. But he has to use, he the had to
0: use the balance. He had to use yeah. the balance of the force for sure. And like when he and I actually think that the red Sith eyes that way more effective than the yellow, um, way less monstery, mm-hmm. and and like the corruption behind it and the idea behind it, and like, and he's got the saber now. And the the style that Hayden Christensen now uses is very reminiscent to that. You know, the the, the battle between Obi Wan and. And he's just using and he even does that thing with his arm when he held yeah. Obi-Wan and pushed her through and she kind of gets through it. And now he's coming just coming straight after her. And they're back on the bridge again. And I love that they transition now. And now it's Rosario Dawson who yeah. is now back. And 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 she and he, comes, and he dude, he comes running at her at the bridge or running or just walking faster. But but then again, that sil that that Vader in the yeah. in the full-on gear walking after her, like terrifying. And they have this. They have this battle and it's not very long but it's long enough and she grabs it and she's got and now she has a saber to his to his neck he's got the red eyes and he closes his eyes for a second you know because after she says i choose to live yeah. and his yeah. eyes go back to that kind of pure anakin it was just a really nice transition
1: yeah there's hope for you yet he says yeah. like he, he was proud of his his student and like Oh man, Goosebumps is talking about it. Like he got to finish that training he never did. And I had to prepare for the show. I had just watched the episode The Wrong Jedi, where she leaves him. And like that broke Anakin. Like he didn't get to finish the training. Like I understand. Like when you take ownership of someone or not someone but you know what i mean like you care about their well-being and you want to do it and he was probably so proud of that moment and then that at that point that's when he you know you don't want to see him go away and like i knew when they started doing that camera angle i'm like ah, this is it this is this is the last we see of him at least for now but um yeah he he was proud of that and yeah he busted out all the stops you saw that sith eyes and i like that you know that he kept his style from episode three but like Mm, meanwhile ahsoka it's such a badass. Like she kept getting better and better that I think it was never in doubt that she would be able to like at this point in the, anyway take on this Force Vision. And I think Anakin wanted her to. And the test was, are you going to kill me? Because it, it's just like in Rise of Skywalker. If she, if she strikes down Palpatine, she becomes every right. you know he gets to right. tear You know it's that same thing. But he she chooses life, and she and she gets that mojo back. And I'm sure you're about to talk about that. So I'll, I'll let you go.
0: Well, yeah, but she does. She and she, you know the water kind of sinks overtake, overtakes her he sends her back whatever again can't wait for that gallery episode to get uh, from what i what i do love is i'm not going to pretend that i know everything what the hell happened we have our theories i think i know it might be the world between worlds it might not be it might be something completely it might be anakin that brought her there to be able to to choose to finish the training we're going to get some definition when that gallery series comes out so i can't wait for that but then she goes back and there's like this born identity shot where she's floating on top of the water now and you know she's she gets recovered by by, by the, because she's got to there's something they got to explain like how is she, how is she breathing under there unless she like you said her physical body was just taken between yeah. the world between worlds placed back to where where she was and now she's able to do because the, the they find her they get her out of the water she, they they recover her and she, the last thing she says really before she passes out is annika
1: yeah, and I think that's Brandon Wayne. Is that his name? Who Brandon usually Wayne. played Brandon Wayne, yeah, who plays uh Man, under the mask. Yeah. Uh that's cool that he got to get some more FaceTime. I I was worried he was blown up in the last episode, but looks like he survived. So that's yeah, no, cool. Yeah. That he, he got to participate in that. And yeah, and then you know, everybody's freaking out that you got to see Ahsoka without her headband. It was, like, <laughs> it was really good makeup. Like it's like, it Oh yeah, like that's that's what you would look like if you don't have that headband. It's true. And it's I funny, like that attention but... to detail.
0: Yeah, threw me off too. In a good way. I was like, Oh, yeah. yeah. And she's when she's past that and, and then Jason knows that they got her. He can feel it. He can he's got the sense. And is this the moment I think it's I know not yet, but there is that moment between Jason and Hugh Yang, which is one of the funniest moments in the in the show thus far. But uh Oh the Jedi Starship. <laughs> the Jedi Starship, but the whole thing where said... Can I train you can... with you? No. No that part? You'll yeah. Can I train with you? No. Uh you know how to build lightsabers? Yeah. You build me one? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's great yeah Yeah, but here's it and you know the the one thing that i think what works well with not having the headband for ahsoka is it ages her a little bit which is a good thing it ages her a bit and like you you can tell like the she's been she's been at this for quite a while
1: yeah yeah um and like i said it's cool that she emerges and you're gonna see a different ahsoka from here on out it's like before and and people have had near-death experiences um i i knew someone uh, a teacher actually that had a near-death experience and i remember him speaking of how before and after he just lived his life totally differently because he had this you know whatever it was whether it's just the whether you believe in it uh right. or whether you just think it's your brain firing weird synapses because you're you're running out of oxygen whatever it is uh people just like before and after and for for ahsoka like you just see that just spring in her step a little bit she's smiling right. more because she's yeah. kind of a downer like the first half of the season you're like and she's like, you know, Pulling. wearing, like, he's kind of sullen and like, I get it. Like, that it's a, yeah. it's, it's kind of like Obi-Wan uh, having to go through his trials in his show. And here you see her now. And like, you know, we're, we're going to call her Ahsoka the White. I'm sure internet will be for for good. But I always just like to joke and say, look, it's, that's what was in the closet. That's what she's wearing. But I do like the symbolism that now, and it's a totally, you could just see it. And I hope, and I like that she imbued that. Is that a word imbued? I don't know. Yeah, I, I bed, hope that she- embeds in bed so whatever it is i hope that she uh i i don't think i hope i see it she 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 doesn't need the white outfit to see you could see that she's a different she's changed by yeah. this experience
0: and you know who Yang kind of briefs her on everything going down the fact that harris here helped out with the with the squadron jason was the one she's like oh jason's here it's like yeah and with his mom and everybody else and um and she's just and now like you said she's at peace more and she there's less of that kind of mm-hmm. it's more like okay i'm 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 all good but she asked about sabina obviously and that's when they have to like then locate where the hell Sabine is. so they give her they give ahsoka that the the map and then they have this moment where they've got to figure this out and it's a great nice emotional moment with ahsoka and jason and this is one of the things that i really liked about the show like as much as i would love to see in a full episode of just a world between worlds and all the what-if scenarios that could have yeah. happened and and seeing all these things the reason why i like this a lot is because the first episode dives into that type of stuff with a lesson to be taught but the second half is all about furthering the plot moving yeah. it forward where are we going next like so i mean i saw a couple people online saying that that it didn't further the plot I'm like what the hell are you talking about it's like that's all that's that's all that the second half was about was furthering the plot where the hell is sabine let's get there the space whales all that the, the the figuring out a little bit more with jason and and in his role in all of this and the stuff with the senate and and mon mothma on the on the talking to Hera like saying hey, mon mothma let me down this one Smith yeah
1: What's, don't you remember where you came from we just watched a half seat or a season yeah. When you were the one that was making the di- like throwing dinner parties for specific underhanded reasons. Like you, you were part of that. How do you? You know, that's just time. Time jades you. And like, yeah. this show is doing this whole Mando verse is doing a really good job of showing that uh, how annoying politics is. First of all, and how yeah. even after we we repeat our mistakes, that the, the galaxy hasn't learned by now. This that like these idiot senators, and they're like, oh, it's never gonna happen. Like it is, and we're gonna find out later. So. Like and they're all gonna get roasted on Hosni and Prime anyway. So they're gonna they're gonna pay for their sins. But like it's it's crazy that the but you'd think that Mon Mothma that she let me down. You just wanted to hear one line from her instead of you know when uh, Obi-Wan says to Anakin, uh Anakin's like, Why are you asking me of this? And Obi-Wan's like, the council's asking you. You just right. want one slight line from Mon saying, like, look, right. this isn't me. I'm sorry,
0: you know, it's more it pressure, it like, pressure here, right, right. Yeah. But you know, but what I will say, this is this is what goes back to. If anybody's wondering again about whether or not she was imagining all this, whatever, it, Jason, she has the conversation with Jason. He's like, I heard the saber. So she's like, you heard that? And he's like, yeah. So showing that he's pretty powerful. And this is the moment that Hu Yang has with uh, with Jason about the, we build me a lightsaber. No, and go off, and and there you go. So then she has this whole moment. She's able to find out and exactly kind of pinpoint that that as that sabine is is gone uh is
1: power too that's cal is uh she's able to hear those echoes of the force through touch and, and and movement and stuff which is really cool
0: which is great and they and they were able to set that up and then that's when the mon mothma stuff happens they have this whole this whole phone call with uh, that she, she's got about it and then when they're trying to figure out how the hell to get there before we even have this call ahsoka looks up into the sky and and the return of the space
1: whales. Space whales. I was never a fan during rebels when it first happened. uh, But I really did like how they utilized them and how they got Ezra and thrown out of there to explain their absence uh, in the original trilogy. Um, And you know what? I, the craziest thing, you know, the Mon Calamari cruisers and all of that, I just realized, and I don't know if it's by design or not, like, you know, they look like space whales, like the ships, yeah. like the ship design. And I always, now my head headcanon is going to believe that they, you know, that the legacy and the legend of these spacefaring whales is why some people like designed it, you know, like, oh, let's yeah. design it like the Furgles. But yeah, that's really cool. And, uh, you know, another great, and I think you're going to get there is, I mean, obviously she's going to talk to the space whales, right? The Furgles. And right. what, it, man, it is a callback to Tales of the Jedi. She was found as a foundling. Knowing the force because she was about to die by that big creature, and she put right. her on Tales of Jelly, she right. put her hand on the nose and calmed the creature down. So, of course, like it would have been great if she threw a throwaway line and said, You know, uh, you know, this is my specialty, you know, whatever. But like she hops on the ship and does the same thing, and I just thought it was so cool. Even if they did a flash of like a little, they'd have to hire another actress for a like a baby actress, but right. showing that that's how she found her force in
0: the first I don't place. Think, I, don't yeah. think, I don't think they needed to. I don't think they needed to. I think, that, I think the fact that we know that that happened yeah. if you want to visit it but it's like a nice little easter egg it doesn't it's the fact that she's able to do these things and it also goes to show that now she has this whole kind of clarity um of the way that this this worked, and uh she's now in that in the kind of light side garb as you as you will the gandalf stuff whatever it might be um but she just says there's no other way we got to figure this out we got to get to the space wells and we've done this before now this i don't remember because i haven't seen it but she wasn't with them when this when thron took ezra out with the or or vice versa with the purgles at the end right where was she at this i point? don't
1: yeah i i man i i can't remember to be honest right. like i, I, I watched the show there. yeah she's not there though for sure during right. that last finale um so but her trusting in that and like we got to see that live action is cool right like yeah. um and the I love the reactions of all these other, you know uh, I I man I I question whether I wanted to mention it or not cuz Star Wars fans are fiercely yeah. um protective but I got like it was such that last 5 minutes was so full of hope and so full of like that light side energy that it almost felt like, especially with her line of like, "I we, we could end up anywhere. And she's like better than nowhere. Like that is a line that like Picard or like Kirk would say at the end of like a Star Trek episode, right? Like Star Trek was always prided itself on like, it's all about hope and exploration and this, and I'm not saying it's just, maybe it's because of the whales too. And Voyage right. Home movie, but I just thought like it, it took some of the best parts of sci-fi that we like. And this, it was like full of hope and she's in there and she's smiling and she's like, Oh, well, well who, who knows? I love that she doesn't know. She's not sure, but she's not afraid. She's not fearless anymore because she went through that trial, and that is just such great storytelling.
0: You know what I mean? Agreed. Yeah, absolutely, it is. And I think that that's all of this leading up to it and getting us to that point where, and you have some another nice conversation between as well. They're they're seeing the space wells. They've seen them before. They've seen all the pergles. The pergles look really great, by the way, in, in in the kind of live action setting. But they're going through this. They're in awe of it all, and then she knows that what she's got to do she's got a smile on her face as she's doing it. she walks out thank god she's not doing space flips and stuff again but she walks out and she sees all of them and she knows what she's got to do and we also get a great conversation between jason and um and Hera down the line about how the purgles have helped it gives a little bit more information to those people in the past of how that went down with with um ezra and and yeah i thought i thought it worked and then obviously you have the the whole entire fleet out there ready to cause some crap and she's like she tells carson don't let him come in here and then there's another humorous moment where he just pretends he doesn't know who they are hilarious (laughs)
1: yeah he's great i'm forgive me someone says even the line far far away right is that carson who says it
0: oh really okay i I missed it i I,
1: I know there was like a easter egg about that maybe in the comments you guys could remind me so yeah yeah. uh but yeah that was great like just the the moments of light and and, you know it's good to um they did a good job of like rewarding fans who watched the animated series. Um, Some religiously, some more like me where I watched it like once or twice. So that's why I don't know every detail. Right. But I've seen every piece of star Wars media. Right. And you get rewarded for that. And then for the fans that haven't, they just go. They give you enough. They don't need to go into everything. Oh, this is Kanan Jarrus who defended right. the the Ghost Ship by you know starting the the beast, the shield around right. the fire. Right. Just enough, right? And just enough to get. And like you said, Car. I feel like Carson represents for us the, the for or for the layman's, like people like my wife who just these little things like pieces there. And I think it's cool that they were able to explain that thing with Jason and Hera right there too. Great yeah. story.
0: The only the only thing that I still have questions about. Is that if last time we saw Carson before or one of the last times we saw Carson before this show was in Mandalorian season three when he was hanging out with Zeb, so yeah where, Zeb. where's Zeb? How come Zeb has agent callus too
1: who who's, are we gonna have the guy from Game of Thrones play Callus? with i Waldo? Uh, Nicholas while though
0: that's what everybody wants everybody wants him to play he'd be, he'd be great to play wow, so great.
1: I don't if, think we need Zeb though like I think I think you're you gonna get him out need him, now. him two or- two. yeah. They're going to be off in this new galaxy, and I hope we stay there. I think it would be cool, interesting storytelling device. I don't think they'll do it, because I bet we keep going back to Hera. But like, you're so far away, like the concept, like how big a galaxy is, you have to understand they are leaving all of that galaxy, they're leaving the unknown regions, they're leaving the outer rim, they are going to a completely different galaxy, which they could set up a completely different thing, which goes into a theory that maybe by the end of all of this super movie and stuff like that, if you want to explain away why the rebels aren't in the sequel trilogy, there could be a thing where maybe the, 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 the whales only migrate like... Uh, every 30 years and so all of our group after the events of whatever movie gets stuck there again and Curiously enough, another thirty years would happen right around when Ray has her movie, and then you right. can bring everyone back to the fold, Ooh. and that could be how you could save them from dying in the single trilogy. Yeah, but yeah, I want to next next week. I hope when you're in another galaxy, it, even in the storytelling and editing sense, it should be so far away that you don't intercut because then it makes it feel closer. If you're like cutting to coruscant cutting right. back here, like I hope, I hope we're there until we get back.
0: I agree, and I well, just the other thing on the Zeb thing, though, wouldn't yeah. you if you're Zeb? Wouldn't you be pissed off though if they're like hey we decided that me and Sabine and Hera were going to go look for Ezra but we didn't let you know. Yeah and I I'm trying to think it like he's close he's just hanging that. Out. Yeah. He's yeah, like, I know. mean
1: but maybe maybe we don't know. Maybe they had a falling out or maybe he was like you got to move on. You got to get moved on. That's my bad impression. You got to move man. on kid.
0: But you got to see that at the end of at the end of uh, I mean because he's he's drinking at the bar with Carson so he's not he's not often and, and running around uh, just hanging out with Callis he's he's back so it's yeah. like why would, why wouldn't you bring him on the mission or at least tell him about it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's good to keep it a little central. I know some concerns have been like, "This isn't Ahsoka. This is Rebel Season Eight, or whatever, or whatever Season Five, or whatever." But so I think that some, in some respects, keeping the crew a little smaller is fine. And look, yeah, you, know, you have it for next next season if you know sure. to bring it back.
0: Yeah, that's true. But um, all right. So then, Carson can only of course stall. It's true, I'm right on everything I say. True. False. Uh, <laughs> so Carson basically is um he can only stall for so long. I mean back to the space whales and she she jumps up, she's able to t- find out that she needs to, that she communicates with the thing. It was and it reminded me of the, the scene in Avatar Two, you know, when they're able to communicate yeah. with the, good one. so they go in and then Huyang trusts Ahsoka, but he's still scared about it. He says, Let's get in this thing's mouth. And at first, I'm like, Hey, wh- what about Hera? And then Hera's not taking Jason out good. there good Move, it's a good move because I was like, okay, you know what's going to happen is she's going to go and then Thrawn's going to try to manipulate this kid and then it's going to be a bad, bad thing. Smart move, he's not ready to travel in between galaxies. Good call, you mom should have been with
1: her on that other thing. You need to send him to daycare. Send yeah. him to daycare. Kira's not with me right now, I'm doing this show. So right. he, he needed to go to daycare. I get it though, for the story purposes, and like you said, he could have been annoying. He's not like, he's not. I, I think the kid's great and yeah. uh. Um, I but I'm glad that they're not going on this next part. Now, this next part needs to start feeling more personal, and we need to really get into you know Sabine, Ezra, and Thrawn. And like, man, ooh, God, I'm just so excited to see where they go. We've only yeah. seen now like two more shots from the trailer, so like, we are large, I love that they are forcing fans to find and me included. I watch everything, every trailer, everything. We yeah. are we have no idea where this is going. We have right. like two shots left, like, that is so fun.
0: It's a lot of fun, movie. and then you have well, and the question i also have is that you know we've got this moment where mon mothma says you need ahsoka back here to basically say hey this 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 has been going down and and maybe they won't pull your rank if they're if she's able to speak for you now ahsoka's gone however because the purgles are coming out and and doing this thing the the um the the, was it the the, i guess the admiral captain the captain sees the the whales coming in so she can she can report that she saw these space whales zip off into light speed and and that's where Ahsoka Tano is. So maybe actually talking about some kind of evidence that something happened, but I still think Ezra, uh, Hera's going to be uh, in front of the, uh, the the hearing, or if you will. And I do yeah. think they're going to jump back and forth, though. Um I, I see your point, but I still think they are going to jump back and forth because otherwise you'd have to cut Mary Elizabeth Winstead out of the show and they're not going to do that.
1: Yeah and she's fantastic as Hera by the way but like I never want to take food off anyone's plate but I feel like Hera should be like with all due respect I don't want a part of this new republic and she should she should she should resign and uh that I mean I think I feel like that like, they they let her down like and yeah. i mean constant letdowns man like you know mm-hmm. we've all been in parts where like work and stuff like that where you're just so let down by people making decisions and so i i wouldn't blame her like look if she stays that's great because sometimes it's it you stay for the the greater good of helping people and she just has to deal with this nonsense but uh, i wouldn't blame her if she just says pieces out you know because yep. this is just it, it's gonna get more and more corrupt these these idiots just can't prevent history yeah. from repeating itself
0: right well you get the moment at the very end which is again very empire where she's like i'm gonna bring them back i promise she's like me the fortune. it was great and then she remember and,
1: and now remember she was too just an episode ago saying are you going to be prepared to do the right thing the right thing is to destroy this map and even if right. that means not bringing ezra back but that right. that experience with anakin she's now full circle she's saying i will bring her back i, I bring them back i promise because she's back to that full light. She's trusting in the force. She's trusting in now her abilities, and she's going to fully embrace that. And again, I get goosebumps just talking about it when I see these over things. And think about it. Ahsoka was trained by the greatest Jedi of all time, and now right. she's going back because she wants to rescue her Padawan, who Huang himself said... It, it, it is the weakest Jedi of all time. And mm-hmm. I love that dichotomy that she, or I don't even know that's the right word, whatever. I love that she, that Sabine is going to be part of this legacy line now, Of yes. you know, Obi-Wan or Qui-Gon to Obi-Wan to Anakin to Ahsoka and now to Sabine. And to see where that goes, I wasn't a fan of everybody all of, uh, two things I wasn't a fan of early on. Oh, all of a sudden everybody can use the force and tell, look, I'm always one will admit when I'm wrong. When I saw George Lucas himself in a quote say that everyone could have the force, I turn. I'm i still not going to get over the fact that saber stabs are now anybody can get stabbed. No, a saber goes in you, your blood boils, it pops out of your eyeballs it would be much more gruesome than you think but I get it. Uh, But yeah, so but this one I'm I'm turning around on it and I really am now uh, excited and I love that pairing that Sabine is part of this huge legacy of overly powerful, almost too powerful and then these great Jedi and to see where she goes moving beyond this episode
0: I don't want to see her ever use the Force though. I know we're going to but I don't want to, I want it to almost be like a, um, what's his, uh, Donnie Yen from Rogue One. Yeah, cool. I love that. She can be in tune. I'd but much rather that be the case than actually becoming a, a Jedi. I don't think it's necessary. I liked where she was, she's already a, a, a badass warrior without it. Um, I would love to see if she's just able to kind of, she realizes it's there. Not everybody can access it, even though everybody has it. Not everybody can access it. And it's so, like, look, I just Never figured that part of it out, but I know that it's around and I know I can kind of figure some things out in the same way that Donnie ended. That's I love me- that.
1: I had no thoughts. Great idea.
0: That's great. That would be perfect. But, um, but I don't know if they're going to do that. I think that they're going to probably go with the fact that she's going to have some kind of battle. Do you and think the last scene from- of the series will be
1: her, it'll be like Magneto at the end of. Uh, X-Men the Last Stand, like with the chess piece, like finally maybe, moving it. Maybe like, I'd like the, to the see
0: <laughs> I'd like to see someone get taken out because you know you, you're gonna put some kind of tragedy on the the movie in general, or some kind of threat because Thanos was pretty devastating in what and the amount of chaos oh. that he caused. Thrawn's gotta cause some kind of chaos because right now, non or excuse me, casual fans are like, okay, well, they're building this guy. Why is he such a badass? Because he's blue? Well, here's how you're going to
1: find out, my friend. Here's my theory and prediction. First of all, I believe that someone will not come back. I'm I'm pretty sure it's going to be our our favorite droid. I think uh, my buddy Joe... Yeah, my buddy Joey, who has a YouTube channel called Padawan Collector, he's all about mm. Star Wars collecting, he's a great guy, went to school with him, he, he told me this theory and it's like heartbreaking, it's just like, yeah, K2SO dies, Disney yeah. loves doing it, IG-11 and that this is going to be the next one it's like, he will be the one that either maybe has to stay in the galaxy in order for everybody else to go back home or whatever, mm. but uh, I feel like you're asking for a sacrifice and also I do think that maybe that Republic fleet might, like maybe Hera convinces them to go, like when Thrawn comes back, I think he's going to decimate those ships like that captain we saw she's not living i think that it's going to end dire we got to end with this overall like holy crap he's back and i'm pretty sure that's going to involve those those capital ships getting blown up and i think that we have to see that you said thrawn is thrawn needs to show that he's uh, so great strategically, just like in the original books and in his new books. And I think him uh, overcoming the odds, like being outnumbered with like a lesser fleet, whether it's like a couple ships and then the, the eclipse or what's it called the, the ring. Ship. Yep. Like, yep. I think he's gonna do something to where he's gonna cause devastating losses for the public, and then imagine the guilt that Sabine will have knowing that it she's responsible. Yes, she's gonna bring Ezra back, but she's gonna have that guilt moving into the Felony movie or season two, whatever it is. If like, look at all of that. I I'm the reason why this this person's dead or this person's dead, and that's gonna be on uh uh, uh um Ahsoka, Sabine. oh Ahsoka to get on Sabine about like, but mm. you need to keep moving forward like Anakin taught her in yeah. her flashbacks.
0: Well, I don't think that the fleet's going to be able to get there into the other galaxy. No, we no, know. when they come
1: back. I'm saying Thrawn come back. comes back, and right. they'll be there at Sea like, Toast.
0: Right, yeah. and then do you believe us now, morons? Right. Yes, uh, that's, yes. That's, that's what it's going to be, more or less. Because if you get that set up to the heir to the Empire, as they've talked about, and, and they're going to put out this next big war, why not? The question is, though, is there a way, and in, 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 people have rumored this, and I know it would cause a lot of stink, and I don't think in a million years it'll happen, but um, in a world, in the world between worlds, or something along those lines where a shift in time where the events of 7, 8, 9, and all, the, <laughs> all that stuff happen in a separate kind of verse, and this is a, a oh, different man. timeline. That, to me, would be easier to do, not just because whether you like the movies or not, it's just easier to do where you don't have to start explaining where everybody is, and you can start putting things that way and i bet you if you never get him to say it but i bet you if you ask feloni don't you wish 789 didn't exist i bet uh, you he would say you think wow i, I bet you i bet you he's got cuz he has the ability now to set up so much more <laughs> going forward but he's hindered he's hindered once you get to like another 20 30 year spot you're hindered because once you get to the, you got to do the first order now and then yeah you gotta do another you got to star killer base and you gotta do all this stuff and it's like uh, you gotta get he's, he's already had to set towards the palpatine clones and all that so it, but it's think about it,
1: you're talking there are people that like the sequel trilogy, right and like you're right like it has its detractors but like i mean imagine the filoni flex if it was real clone wars anakin yeah. that got sucked into the World Between Worlds and Ahsoka like stopped him from doing Order 66 and then they yeah. rebooted everything then you'd have a new series with no. good light side no. Anakin, no original trilogy and you just bunch venture off that way like people would lose their minds so it, I don't it would be think a way to want to alienate if.
0: No, but it would be a way to do what I will say is this, there was rumors that Star Wars was going to do a what if series, right? I love that. Now, the, Everybody thought about it automatically especially with Filoni's past that Animated would be the way to go. But what if they did a what if like this? What yeah. if they did a what if series? It would be more, way more expensive, yeah. obviously. But what if they did a what if series with the same way that they did it for this, with as you were mentioning before, with the the type of Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Ahsoka together, oh, or wow. whatever it might be, a couple of what if storylines? P- people would lose their minds in those types of things, but there's just so much that they're working on already that it, it's purely speculation, Smash. Purely speculation. Yeah.
1: Well, um, I I definitely uh, really enjoyed that episode, and I was so happy for for Hayden uh, and everyone. And it's just a great time to be a Star Wars fan. Uh, Whether whether you like these movies or or the shows or you like Disney, it's like, uh, I like it all. uh, And I'm not toxic about it. You cannot like things. And I totally understand why. I've always been that way. Uh, We all have our own. I mean, coming from editing, like everything's subjective. Like I turn in my cut, someone might not like a cue or a music cue that I use and I got to change it. I like it, but it's not, I got
0: to get it past QR or whatever, you know, so. Well, look we did it smash we talked about this episode it was a longer episode but we it was a necessary longer um this was a lot of fun you can be seen in a lot of different places talking about this episode where can you be found
1: well before i get to that i will want to say this you have merch still right you sell merch so uh i do these shows look i'm on two i'm a star wars floozy right now i'm on a bunch of shows this week talking about of this episode but i wanted to come on here also because uh, i am a cancer survivor i'm in remission i had a couple scares uh but i am now continue to be in remission uh when i got checked i was 42 years old and uh, that's the age that chadwick Bozeman was when he got i think he was 41. uh and it didn't go uh, obviously uh i i'm in remission and it was d- different and outcome for him but i just want to remind everyone if you have any symptoms or anything i had colon cancer if you have any symptoms in, in the bathroom if you ever worried about anything and without getting into too many details Don't hesitate. Message me, tweet me, whatever you need to do. And if you you have any thoughts about it, I would say, right. I would say, I know they say 45 is the year to get your colonoscopy. Well, I did that at 40. If I did that at 45, I wouldn't be here today. If I waited, I would be dead right now. So anybody who gets a colonoscopy between now and the end of the year, take a picture of you. Uh, I don't want a picture of your colon. Just a picture of you on your hospital bed or whatever, saying I'm going to get a colonoscopy tag myself, tag Christian. I'll buy you uh, your choice of merch at his store. That's true. I mean, I know you're getting almost 100,000 uh, followers now, so I might go broke doing this. But it's just for me, I want to make sure people get out there. So you go out there, you get your colonoscopy if you have any symptoms. If your doctor doesn't want to give you a colonoscopy, even just lie and say you have symptoms. They have. They can't say no to you then uh, or say that you have a fa- history of family. Just get your literal butt in there. Uh, and and get that on- oncology. But, yeah, you can find me on Scoundrels, Inc. You can find me on The Jedi Way with John Roca and Laura Kelly and Scoundrels, Inc. with Frank and Brandon and um, sometimes Sean. And, uh, yeah, they're two different types of Star Wars shows, obviously, uh, and I love being on both. They've been very supportive of me, too. I've been going through these cancer things. And, obviously, I love coming on this show, and I love the Sith Council fans. I love Christian and, uh, yeah. And then also my Revan stuff, uh, my KOTOR trilogy stuff. If you just search KOTOR trilogy on YouTube, or if you type in trilogy.com, it'll send you there. I actually finally did a combined, uh, all of my movies in one video, including the Mandalorians prequel. Uh, cause I just wanted it out there. It would be easy for one person to watch. It's like seven hours. We did a live premiere last week. It's already over like 7,000 or 8,000 views, like in a couple days, which look, it's not viral by any means, but, uh, for something that came out in 2003, and I'm making movies about it, and it still gets those kind of numbers. I'm happy with it, so yeah. But yeah, I, to your Sith Council fans, anyone who gets a colonoscopy, tweet at me. I don't want pictures of your colon. I don't need any of that. Just send me a picture of you in the hospital bed. Thumbs up, and uh, send it to me, Christian, and I'll buy you a merch of your choice on the store.
0: Very kind of uh, Kevin Smets, and I will say that outro was longer than this episode. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it was a nice outro and it was a, a very generous outro. So Kevin Smets, ladies and gentlemen, uh, for the Sith Council, for a big thing. Thank you for joining us here today on the show. Make sure that you subscribe to the channel if you have not done that already. As Kevin mentioned, we are rapidly approaching 100 000, and we need you guys to do it now i have a lot of other soca stuff on here i have other short form stuff if you're a fan of one piece i've been doing watch alongs to one piece you can check that out that's on the channel as well short form really short form long form podcasts all of it be a part of the crew thanks for joining us and for kevin smetz i'm me you're you see you next time okay.